Hello, and welcome to Bury the Lead. I'm one of your co-hosts, Winnipeg Free Press columnist, Jen Zarati. And I'm your other co-host, Winnipeg Free Press multimedia producer, Aaron Labar. And welcome to the show. I totally forget what episode number we're it on. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. We're no. so, we have so many episodes of Bury the Lead that we're like... Rolling right along. Rolling right along. Um, we have a big show today. We, we do. Lots to talk about. Mm-hmm. Lots of exciting stuff to talk about. Yes, we do. Um, we're going to talk about parks and a Winnipeg woman that visited all of them and a novel idea out of Edmonton that I feel like Winnipeg should implement. (laughs) We're also going to talk about ride sharing because that is a very buzzed about topic these days. We're also going to be talking about the new $10 bill featuring Viola Desmond that will be rolling out later in 2018. And to top it off, we have some of the new flavors of Halo Top ice cream that we're going to be doing a good or gross on later in the show. So Aaron, how's your week? My week was pretty good. Was it magical? It was. Jen and I both went to Disney on Ice (laughs) last night. Not together. We didn't even know each other were going. No. Yeah. Yeah. I bought tickets for my niece who is going to be two in May. Yeah. um, For Christmas because I was, you know, babies and toddlers get so many toys that I kind of, I'm like, I want to get her an experience. Again with your experiential gifting. Yes. (laughs) Worth it. She was so cute it was like, the cutest thing i've ever seen in my life like, oh my god honestly like the show the show was great which we'll get to in a minute yeah but like just watching her was like worth it yeah so i took my uh friend miranda and her four-year-old daughter ava and i feel like four is kind of like the prime age for this because yeah. she totally knows the character she knows what's going on she knows the story she loves frozen came in her little Anna dress adorable yeah and then um, I had gotten some promo materials from the show that I gave to her as a gift. So it was the program for the show and a little Olaf the Snowman doll. Cute. She was flipping through the book before the show, literally screaming at every page. She's like, <laughs> oh my God, the trolls are going to be here. Oh my God, Mickey's going to be here. And she's like <laughs> freaking out and it was hilarious. And my favorite part was <laughs> my friend had grabbed her hand to like make tell her it was okay to wave to the characters on the ice if she wanted to. Yeah. And she just rips her hand away and she's like, no. And then two seconds later, she slowly lifts it up and starts <laughs> waving to everybody. It was really cute. I loved it. Oh my it. God. The kids are hilarious. Yeah. My niece, well, she's a baby, so, but she's very into Frozen and recognizes yeah, yeah. the characters. Yeah. And I think was I think her little mind was blown that they were in person. Yeah. But it was funny because a lot of the little girls, of course, were freaking out over the princesses. But her two biggest crowd pleasers were Olaf <laughs> and Donald Duck at the beginning. <laughs> like she just is like full body, like, yes, this is my jam. Yeah. So super cute. Yeah. It was great. I also want to give a little shout out to the little girl behind me. Like this is a testament to how good the show was. She, it was so good that this kid was pissed off that it was over. So when it <laughs> ended, she was crying. Oh, no. And like screaming towards the ice, fist in the air. Come back, you Disney friends. <laughs> I was like, I really thought she was going to go for a different F word. But like, <laughs> you're adorable. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. So a bit of a pop culture blind spot for both of us. Yeah. I haven't been since I was probably around the same age, five, six years old. Same. Yeah. I think I went once actually as an adult. I feel like for like. A, I don't think I ever have. Promo ticket situation. It was great though. I actually yeah. really enjoyed it. And dual pop culture blind spot actually because neither of us have seen Frozen. No. Uh, <laughs> Ava was explaining to me the entire plot of the movie. So amazing. Yeah, uh, my sister-in-law explained the entire plot of the the movie for us, but I was kind of led to believe that Elsa was the lead character, and really, as Anna. was I. I know, and I liked Anna. What a spunk, like good role model overall. Yeah, so. yeah, yeah, for sure. Disney on Ice. It runs Loved until it. I think it's gonna be done by the time. I think this it's pod gonna be done by the time this pod is out. But it comes but back often, so keep yes. your eyes peeled. Yeah, very good. 
Um, you also, yeah. So last week I was talking about my insomnia mm-hmm. and this week my body has gone the opposite direction and just thrust me into a, the deepest sleeps I've ever had in my <laughs> life to the point where when I am overtired, I talk in my sleep and oh apparently I sing in my sleep. <laughs> so that's cute. I've been like humming and singing songs and my partner is just like, what the actual hell is going on? That's pretty cute. And the though. other night I woke up halfway through <laughs> A sentence to him so I like started it in my sleep and mm-hmm. woke up as I was saying it oh and I was literally patting him on the back asking him about flowers or something <laughs> and he's like what are you talking about and I'm like I don't know <laughs> so the fact that you hum and talk about flowers in your sleep makes you sound like an adorable Disney adjacent <laughs> princess yes. versus what I do when I sleep which is make like guttural noises that sometimes wake myself up like <laughs> mm. <laughs> Sounds kind of like a moose. That's what I do. So, you know, cool. So we have many things to get through. So many things. So many things. I want to start with, before we go local, something that just caught my eye on the the yield social media yesterday. Mm -hmm. So Mod Cloth, as many women listening to the show will know is a online retailer known for their twee clothing and extremely t- twee write-ups about their products. Right. Although I will say I own several pieces from my cloth. In oh, my cloth's great. I like, love it. It's very cute. Yeah. It, they, yeah. No complaints. And I also enjoy that my cloth is also a retailer that like has myriad sizes, not just like, yes, that's why I can shop there. Well, we stop at size 10. So sorry. Yeah. Um, but the write-ups on some of these clothes are hilarious. I like, I kind of think it would be a bit of a dream job to be a copywriter I for <laughs> but also kind of a nightmare because they're going to be like, here's a shirt. Think of a hilarious name and then write a brief that has nothing to do with it. Well, I suspect that's what <laughs> happened with this. So <laughs> there's a tank top that they're retailing. That's like, yes. it's, it's, uh, it's cute. Like it's, it's cute. It's black with like some piping. It's adorable, but it's called the podcast co-host sleeveless top. Okay, we should this should be our uniform. So we should buy them. Yeah. And this is the write-up. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, I'm gonna put on my mug cloth voice. Even a late night in the studio deserves your best style effort. Show you agree by sporting this black top to record your next episode. Boasting a notched neckline and deep blue trim down the center, this loose and flowy mod cloth namesake label top makes your outfit just as clever as the insights you share with your digital audience. Okay, <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Would you like to know what I'm wearing right now, listeners? <laughs> Sweatpants, shirt I slept in, <laughs> no bra, no makeup, <laughs> no makeup, top nod. Like, I had to go out this morning, so I'm wearing real clothes, but usually I'm also in a sweatpant outfit. But like, yeah, and it, like you were also going out to buy literally $40 worth of ice cream, so I appreciate <laughs> that you felt the need to put on pants. <laughs> Otherwise, you'd be at like 8 a.m. You'd be yeah. like the saddest lady. <laughs> Um, but yeah, like I don't like, I appreciate and it really am inspired by people who actually like, get dressed for the day, even if they work from home or work in like non office setting jobs. Yeah. I can't do it. I will do it often. Actually. I just like, I can't sit at home wearing jeans. Yeah. I struggle. I struggle with that. I, but I'll still like put some makeup on and throw my hair in a nice ponytail or yeah. something. Like if I'm in sweatpants all day, it feels like I'm not being productive even if I am being productive see I feel like I can be productive no matter what I'm wearing and that <laughs> it kind of is like it just makes it feel like I'm not at, not working you know I don't know it's like I a mental ya. thing yeah I might actually challenge myself as perhaps a gen tries to like actually like get up and get ready every day like even if I'm working at home and see yeah. if I like if there's any changes in productive 
productivity, how I feel. Sometimes it's just not worth the time spent when you're on a deadline and you need to get stuff done. And you're like, I'm just going to put sweatpants on and get this done. In some ways, I feel like I'm more productive because you're you're saving half an hour. Yeah. Yeah. So there's that. But I'll report back. I'll try it. Um, Shifting gears into some local things. So we had a a story, um, I guess, a couple weeks ago now that I found very inspiring. It's about a woman named uh, Julie Novitka, local woman, who visited all... 1,335 of Winnipeg's like parks and green spaces. That's amazing. Just as a challenge to herself. Like, and she I'm did it all know. in like a relatively short period of time. Right? Yeah. Like a year or two years. So I find this inspiring for two reasons. One, as we've talked about many times on the pod, just trying to get out there and kind of explore your city. Mm-hmm. But also, who knew that we had so many parks and green spaces? Yeah. I like, yeah, I had no concept. If you were to ask me like, gun to your head, how many parks does Winnipeg have? I'd be like, six. I don't know. like... <laughs> <laughs> well, I was thinking more like in the three to four hundred range, but not thirteen hundred. No, like that's that's a lot. Because like every neighborhood has their little green space. You it's know? true. Yeah, and I like I lived to go to the park when I was a kid. Like mm-hmm. that was like that was a big deal. Yeah. Um, but it got me thinking about just our green spaces and kind of with the advent of the cosmetic pesticide ban, which many municipalities across Canada have adopted, which is a good thing because yeah. you know, and also like. Yes, sometimes weeds are not aesthetically pleasing and everyone likes their green postage stamp lawns. But like I learned through doing stories about like pollinators and conservation. Right. That dandelions are actually the first food for many bees. So they're they're good. Like if you leave your dandelions, it's a good thing. I like dandelions. Like they're fine. Um, however, I found I've been finding that since the like cosmetic pesticide ban that like a lot of our parks have become a little bit unwieldy like oh yeah until they're mowed down and then yeah, they're fine, fine. But, but so there's a story out of Edmonton that I find really interesting they have a program called Goatworks and basically it was I a see. pilot program in 2017 where it is what you think they just set goats out into the correct into the wilds to because eat they the grass. eat all the noxious weeds so they're like specific breeds of goats that are actually I wonder how many goats on. they need to have to do that I can tell you I think Wow. It's quite a few. And then what do they do to they, at night? Like, what do they do with them? They put them in some kind of, like, barn? Well, this just says, a herd of goats. A herd. Rundle Parks. Three times between July and September 2017. They chowed down on Canada thistle, leafy spurge, common tansy, <laughs> common burdock, yellow <laughs> toe flax. farmers just, like, donate their the goats for the day. Lion. Maybe. Um, this is from the city of Edmonton. And so I guess it's, a, like, a, a thing called targeted browsing. Mm-hmm. So they basically just, like... Roam around, eat their things. That's awesome. I love goats. And they're all-terrain browsers. So they'll eat, you know, they'll eat the things. And then <laughs> in my head, all I can picture is like things going horribly, horribly wrong. And like people harassing these goats and like following them around a park and kids like kicking them. And <laughs> like I just feel like Winnipeggers can't handle that. <laughs> you'll be know, you'll be pleased to know that there is a quote skilled shepherd that is on oh, great. 24 hours a day that is that does actually is a great comfort to me and this is also interesting um this again is from the city of edmonton site uh when seeds pass through a goat's digestive tract germination is reduced in some plant species the hmm. goal is to have the animals eat the weeds before they go to seed interesting yeah i i also feel like goats are having a bit of a moment anyway just well, the goat, like yoga. goat yoga they're cute we get it but like how awesome would that be that'd be pretty just, great because it's a totally opposite of pesticides way to, to control weeds right well, it's like, like that year they released thousands of dragonflies to yeah, eat the mosquitoes and exactly. everyone's like wait now we have a million dragonflies like you know 
herbivores, not herbicides. You know, it's... Oh, you just came up with the hashtag for them. The slogan sells itself. So I feel like the city of Winnipeg should consider... Yeah, look into the goats, guys. Yeah. Like, they were... And I found out about this because they were advertising a goat coordinator for this year. So uh, I volunteer. That is a job that you could have at city of I Edmonton. Is I volunteer as tribute. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that is something that's cool. Also cool. Ride sharing has finally arrived. Wah, wah. That was a wah, terrible wah. segue. I know. This is really not that cool. <laughs> um, have you tried... Not locally, no. But so when tap I, car and cowboy taxi are the two, yeah, like bigger ones that have come to yeah Winnipeg. So not Uber or Lyft, but I'm a driver. Like I have a car. I don't find myself taking taxis that often anyway. I mean, I have, I guess, in the last couple months more, but I just don't drink and just drive myself for just for convenience mm-hmm. sake most of the time and to save money. I don't drive, as people who listen to this and know me know, but. I don't know. I just, I never really subscribe to the idea that it's going to be this like cure-all for the taxi industry in the city. Like, um, I think it will certainly help. I mean, lots of stories have been done about the competition aspect, mm-hmm. forcing the taxi companies to kind of shape up a little bit. It's an interesting because some of the social media posts, like there's been some raves and been like, yes, this is better. I'll never go back. And some people being like, well... I see weird driver interactions. No, no industry like that's not. It happens no matter what. Mm-hmm. And I've only taken a ride share once in Toronto. I took an Uber. Okay. And it was a meh experience, to be honest. When I moved away from New York, Uber was sort of on its upswing at that time. Like yeah. It wasn't where it is now. Yeah. It wasn't as commonly used as it is now, but people were still using it. And I used it and like when i had a lot of friends who live deep in brooklyn and cabs don't really go there enough mm-hmm. for you to flag them down so uber was kind of your only option and it was fine and when i went to san francisco their public transport isn't great and i used lyft there and it was expensive but the drivers were great i had a like a really positive experience there yeah i think lyft. it's i think like anything you're gonna run into a mix of positive and negative yeah they almost were like uh tour guides so i'd get in the car and they'd They'd ask where I was going or where I was from. And then I'd tell them and then they'd kind of point stuff out on the way and drop me off. And she's like, oh, you should go here instead of here and blah, blah, blah. So it actually worked out really, really well for me. And I think there is definitely a convenience element oh, God, in terms yeah. of, you know, just being able to order stuff up on an app, etc. Um, I do think that if you don't have a credit card or a smartphone, however, you're kind of limited. Right. You're kind yeah. of boxed out of something that improves something that you would probably use if you don't mm-hmm. own a car or if you're poor, you know what I mean? Yeah. So the fact and that my, uh, my dad was asking me about Uber because he wants to kind of familiarize himself with an app, the app before they'd go traveling. Not that we have Uber here, but just what, you know, whatever. And he was concerned at the amount of information that they mm-hmm. ask you for and like access to your phone and blah, blah, blah. And he was like, I don't really know if I want to sign up for this, if they need more information than just my name and my credit card, basically. I also feel like it, kind of heralds the arrival of like the gig economy in Winnipeg, you know, like mm-hmm. where now we're kind of seeing more of that. Um, and I mean, certainly it's, who knows, maybe Jen or I will be picking you up next time in <laughs> 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 your cowboy taxi lady yeah. driver. So I, yeah, I'm curious to see how now that would be a good Jen tries. Yeah. But you can't drive, but one day I will yeah. be able to. And then that would be great. That's to, like the day in tries. the life of a, of a ride share tries to pass a test and then (laughs) and then we can go from there i would read the heck out of that well 
I'll bank it, bank it away for an idea. But yeah, I'm curious to see how it will evolve. I'm curious to see what other companies decide to start up because mm-hmm. I think if because I hadn't heard of either of those apps no me neither previous to them coming here I had only heard of Uber and Lyft so there's got to be a bunch more so yeah well it's it's an interesting time for sure mm-hmm. um Viola and Esmond yeah the yeah. new bill yeah so that is a name so cool that is no longer like she's finally getting her due yeah yeah Viola Desmond she is a civil rights pioneer from the east coast african-canadian businesswoman from the east Halifax. coast who is now gracing our ten dollar bill the first woman to appear on a regularly circulating yeah bill um yeah it's exciting it's really cool and just like the design of it i don't know if you all have seen it but it's vertical like mm-hmm. obviously it's still a rectangle but the fo- like the profile of viola is yeah the images run vertically. run vertically yeah which is really really cool i, I kind of hope all the bills turn into i like it I like, I like it too it seems so fancy i don't know it almost <laughs> makes me want to start you know carrying cash that's true <laughs> they don't go into circulation till september though i think yeah not till yeah. later in the year but yeah. there was a big announcement for international women's day which yeah. was last thursday and a bit of a local angle as well on the bill. The Canadian Museum for Human Rights is on the, on the reverse. So, yeah. yeah. So, it's like a brand new... And no queen. Bill. No queen. So, I wonder if that's a first, actually, to not have... I was just thinking that it. the other day, that there's no there's no monarch on our bill. Yeah. the queen, Elizabeth II has been on our money since the 30s, when she was, like, as yeah. Princess Margaret, she yeah. started appearing on... I mean Princess Elizabeth. Princess Elizabeth, right? Yeah. Not Princess Margaret. Poor Princess Margaret. No, no money for her. No money for you. But Princess <laughs> Elizabeth. Um, it's been so long since she was Princess Elizabeth that it's... Yeah. yeah. But like a really adorable picture of her in the 30s. And then, yeah, has... I mean, she's the longest reigning. So, um, yeah, but it's exciting. And it's... I've written a few pieces about it. I wrote the editorial that came out on International Women's Day. And I wrote a column when it was announced that Viola Desmond had won the contest. The because of course, let's make <laughs> make it a contest. Let's make women compete for one available spot. But um, it's significant, and a lot of people like to belittle it because it's like, well, like who looks at our money? Who cares? Blah blah blah. But I, I think care. I care too, and I think through this, we've had. We know who Viola Desmond is now. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have been to the museum, you obviously know who she mm-hmm. is, and if you like, you know. But I think she's gone mainstream in a way that I don't <laughs> know would have happened. Otherwise, my favorite thing is um, the Bank of Canada posted a video uh, of her. I think it's her sister. Or I think her, it's her sister. Her, um, seeing the bill for the first time. They got she saw it first yeah. and she's like, oh, my God, it's like she's in the room. It looks just like her. And I was like, oh, my heart. See, Worth it. Yeah. Like that is worth it. And I just I love money. Not in a sense of like I love having. But I mean, I do. <laughs> but like I love currency, I should say. I just I think it's so neat. And that's my favorite thing about traveling is. Um, getting to see what the currency looks like, the bills yeah. and the coinage. And uh, so I keep little like bits and pieces from different places I've been. <laughs> Sometimes it makes the, its way into my regular change and people are like, what the hell is, what this? is this coin from Egypt? <laughs> like in, <laughs> um, but my, yeah, my favorite one is Hungary because all of their bills have men with like ginormous mustaches on them. Oh and you're like, which, which one am I going to use today? Cause, <laughs> but no, like I love, love, love currency. I should have been a banker or something or a collector or a collector yeah yeah but i feel like it's it's a really interesting way if you do stop and look at those things like someone like yourself who yeah. actually takes a look at them yeah that, you, you know just the design element i really appreciate yeah so good yeah. job canada good job so right now we're gonna do good or gross for halo top 
uh, which is an, uh, an ice cream that's new to Canada, but has been around in the States for a few years. Yes. And people, so what makes Halo Top kind of why everyone's going bananas for it is that it's super low cal, super low sugar. Yeah. And it's interesting because in the States, at least, I'm sure our rules are different in Canada, which we'll get to in a minute, but it gives you the calories for the entire pint. Yeah. Recognizing that people often do not eat a serving of ice cream. A serving of ice cream, for the record, is half a cup. <laughs> <laughs> That's a bite of ice cream. Yeah. So when you look on like your Ben and Jerry's, etc., yeah, the serving size is half a cup. Yeah. So Halo Top also gives you serving sizes in half a cup, but it also tells you what's in the entire pint, which is like usually between 280 and 360 calories. Right. Which for is the whole pint. minimal for a pint of ice cream. Yeah. Yeah. Ice cream. So that's why people are going crazy for it. Yeah. Um, and it comes in all kinds of fun flavors. And yeah. We're gonna, we have four to try here. Um, there's tons of flavors. There's yeah. Like, I think there's like more than a dozen, I think. Birthday cake, black cherry, cinnamon roll, rainbow swirl, caramel macchiato. Nice. There's also a bunch of dairy-free flavors as nice. well. Um, so yeah. So for people who can't have dairy for a variety of reasons, there's an ice cream for you. Yes. So these became available in Winnipeg on March 5th. Yes. Um, Superstore right now is the place that carries them. Um, we had a hard time finding these. I called almost every superstore in the city this, this morning. Some of them were sold out. Some of them didn't have them in stock yet. But we got um, these ones at the superstore on McPhillips. And we want to give a shout out to the grocery manager there. I didn't get his name. but He was super, super lovely. Dug them out of the freezer for me. He hadn't put them out yet. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to put them on the shelves and then you can come and get them. So big thanks to, to them. Nice. Um, I found a little chart before okay. we get to the taste test yeah, yeah. Um, that they have on the website just comparing by the numbers. So like Halo type, Halo type, <laughs> Halo top, the Haagen-Dazs. So oh, like, okay. and this is for the half cup serving. So it's like 70 calories for Halo top vanilla bean versus 250 for Haagen-Dazs. That's a big difference. And then if you're somebody who counts like fat and carbs, two grams of fat versus 17 grams of oh, fat. Oh my God. And five grams of carbs versus 21 grams. Wow. So that's why people are going crazy. Also, packaging is extremely cute. Yeah, it's very much geared towards young women. The halo is the like gold mid, lid. The gold lid. Yeah. Um, they have cute little like sayings on the on the foil. On the foil. Yeah. Basically, it's like a pint of ice cream. You can feel good about binge eating. So. Yeah. So the four flavors that are available, from what I could tell, in all all of the superstores. Uh, we have oatmeal cookie. We have, what is it? Sea salt caramel. Yeah. I'm reading the French side. I can't read it. Peanut butter swirl. And, and then pancakes and waffles. Pancakes and waffles. Yeah. So those four are available. They are not cheap. They're $7.48 for a oh, 473 milliliter pint. Yes. So, so not cheap. It's not cheap. Enough. That's enough. Yeah. Let's try these. I know. I'm so excited. Which one do you want to try first? Um, I'm going to try this one, oatmeal cookie, because it's closest to me. Okay. Go for it. They've been out for a bit, so they're a little melty. But what we should note is that these pints of ice cream are so light, like weight-wise. Yeah. Because we have a Ben and Jerry's that we're going to use as our control. Yes. To see what real ice cream tastes like. <laughs> but just the weight of the pint is, I would say it's half, half as heavy. Um, the I have the pancake and waffles in my hand that I'm going to try to. Um, the first ingredient, the first three ingredients are skim milk, eggs, and dietary fiber. Okay. So sugar doesn't appear for a while. Okay. So I'm going to, I'm going to do, wait, we should do one at a time. Oh yeah, you're right. And we'll mess up our, okay. So I'm going to take a good spoon. Well, that's too much. Okay. This one is oatmeal cookie. All right. Mmm. 
That's good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Tastes like an open lot of cinnamon. Very cinnamon forward. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I feel like I'm making well, like disgusting Yeah, I don't mind that. It tastes sweet. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't taste bland. The consistency is very, very light. Mm-hmm. Like it's almost like a whipping cream. Yes. Then ice cream. But we've also let it melt for a while. So I bet if you deep, if you did a deep freeze on it, it would be better. I'm going to dig down deeper to where it's less melty. Okay. Mm-hmm. It's very... <laughs> it's very light. Mm-hmm. I like it. Me too. And it's no, like surprisingly creamy. I know weird aftertaste. No. That's yummy. I don't even like oatmeal cookies. Oh, and there's actual like oatmeal. <laughs> oatmeal. <laughs> it's like chewy ice cream. <laughs> there's pieces of oatmeal in here. Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. And the, the label says no bowl, no regrets. There you go. Okay. Now you do your waffles. Okay. Do your waffles. I know you're excited. I am excited. So pancakes and waffles, which I think are kind of the same thing. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, that is extremely sweet. I wonder why it's so sweet when sugar's so low down. I wonder what they're adding to make it's it. It's very, it, basically, it tastes like it would be like a maple ice cream. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm not crazy about that one. I don't I like don't, maple, though. It's, yeah, the maple. What is this hunk of thing in there? Good question. Is it a waffle? It's very, like, the maple's very tart, almost. This one I don't care for because it has a, a bit of an aftertaste. Mm-hmm. Of like like um, artificial sweetener aftertaste. I agree. Mm-hmm. I do like the oh, that was a waffle. It was a waffle. I bit? do like the bit of waffle in yeah. there. Yeah, that was good. But yeah, but not right. my favorite. I like the oatmeal one better so far. I do too. Okay, continuing on. But now I need something with chocolate in it. Okay. <laughs> Slippery. This is the peanut butter swirl. I'm excited for this one. I love peanut butter. Here you go. It's interesting. You don't like it? I don't know if I. I, mean, I don't mind it. I need to try it again. It's peanut buttery, very peanut mm-hmm. buttery. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> yeah, it tastes more like peanut butter ice cream than chocolate. Well, yeah, but it's supposed to be peanut butter. It's peanut butter swirl. I think it's mostly peanut. Yeah, it just tastes like peanut butter ice cream. I'm into it. I'm into it too. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's pretty good. These are pretty good so far. I'm shoving it in my mouth. I can't talk. So far, it's a good and not a gross. Mm-hmm. My concern was that they were going to be like too, like aspartame. There's pieces of peanut butter in it. Oh, there are. That's a large chunk of peanut butter. I know. I just that you just pulled out of my mouth with my fingers. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to know what's in it. Like, I want to know what these little bits and bobs are. I like that they have the bits. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's yummy. And yeah, I'm just I'm kind of blown oh, it's away super by super salty. I'm kind of blown away by how... I don't need to find one now. Um, I'm kind of blown away by how light it is. And we should say all of these are 90 calories per 125 milliliter. Yeah, so half, half a cup. cup. Uh-huh. Which? Uh-huh. Oh, this one? The oatmeal cookie is 80 calories per 125 mil. Yeah, I think some are slightly higher than yeah. others. I like that one the best so far. I agree. I find... I Because like, it's less sweet. Mm-hmm. I find that the both the pancakes and waffles and the oatmeal cookie were a little bit cloying mm-hmm. for me. What's the last one? Oh, salted caramel. Salted caramel. Be really sweet. Yeah. Yeah. Overall, I'm I'm pretty impressed with the uh, 
fact that it it, it does taste like real ice cream to mm-hmm. me. Like I don't feel like I'm cheating myself out of anything. That's pretty good too. Mm. I would prefer it to be saltier. Yeah, I know that's that's banging. <laughs> that's pretty good. Interesting. I'm I'm surprised. I'm, I'm shocked actually. Yeah. I mean, I knew it would be good because any kind of ice cream based material is going to be good. Even even at the low end of mm-hmm. tasting bad, it's fine. You'll still eat it. That's good. I was also like expecting to resent it a little bit. I because was of, expecting, like, you yeah. know, like here's ice cream for ladies because you can't have real ice cream. But I don't feel like I'm missing out. No, I don't either. And I was also expecting kind of, um, you know, when you have really cheap ice cream, it's like almost like ice milk and it's got kind of a grainy texture. Yes. I was anticipating that kind of texture. Yeah. This is creamy. Like it's almost like a, it, it it's almost like a frozen, like the consistency is like a frozen whipped cream. Yes. But a little bit heavier than that, actually. I'm impressed. So am I, to be honest. And I have like very high standards when it comes to ice cream because I worked in an ice cream parlor for five years. Yes. So you're a bit of an expert. I'm a bit of a connoisseur and that passes. It passes. It passes your palate. It does. Yeah. I think so. I think my favorite is actually the peanut butter one. Yeah, I would agree. Followed by the car- salted caramel. Now, do you want to do our control yes. of Ben and Jerry's peanut yes. butter? Yes. So I bought a Ben and Jerry's half-baked peanut butter just to see the best kind of Ben if and Jerry's. there was any sort of notable difference. <laughs> um, and oh, it's a little melty. So I'm going to take a big chunk. Thank you. I mean, this still tastes better to me. Because <laughs> nothing's better than than Ben and Jerry's. I'm sorry, but I think that's comparable if you're if you want a treat but you don't want to. Yeah, it's good squishy. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's comparable though. I think it is too, to be honest. So and like one quarter of the calories. I somehow mostly got the whole brownie, <laughs> and very little ice cream, but yeah. Honestly, I mean, I, I love this Ben and Jerry's, but it's for the for the difference in fat and cal- caloric intake. I'd say it's comparable. Totally. So, so good. So good. The verdict is good. And also good luck trying to find it because it's sold, it's out. sold out everywhere. And everywhere. I'm pumped that we just got to do that. I, I'm also pumped that we got to do that. <laughs> Sometimes our job is great. It is. And I'm also very <laughs> relieved that it wasn't gross. I was, I yeah. was this one. I was going to be like. Really hard on it. And very, very disappointed if it yeah. didn't turn out to be all it's. And now I have like hiccups brewing after shoving that much ice cream in my mouth. Yeah, we tr- tend to try a lot of dairy-based products on this Which is pod. not great for me because I'm a little bit lactose intolerant. It also just makes it hard to talk. That's true. <laughs> um, what are you working on? Um, I have sort of stuff coming up down the road. There's a couple local releases. Leonard Sumner's releasing a new album and Rain Hamilton is releasing a new album. Mm-hmm. Both very um, exciting. We're kind of trying to figure out what kind of Headley coverage we're going to do next week because they're in town on March 17th, which is uh, Saturday. And yeah, so we're I mean, kind of working on something together. Yeah, for that. we're, we're going to try to figure that out. And... Yeah, there's a, there's a exciting project that's happening. I'm doing a story on um, where a bunch of billboards across the country will be featuring uh, Indigenous women artists this mm-hmm. summer, and like a big big art project, literally and figuratively. But Mawa, mentoring artists, women's artists, like the like 
local arts organization. They are the ones spearheading this. So it's like a tiny arts organization in Winnipeg with like four staffers. That's awesome. That's um, so exciting. Have pulled this off. So it Love starts it. this summer. They have a website that's rolling out in May. But a big part of their, they fundraise a lot. And they have an art auction happening. Yeah, I love the cupcake and art. Auction. Yeah, on the it's weekend. Great. So um, I figured it was a good time to talk about this big project. It's called Resilience, um, and I'll talk about it more next week after I talk to the curator. But it's it's very exciting. And as always, you can find everything that we're working on at WinnipegFreePress.com. You can also follow us on social media at Jen Zerati at Twitter and Instagram. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> I'm at Rabble on Twitter and Instagram, and we will see you next week. Bye.